You are a slut pig! Hey y'all, I'm Christian Grace Snow, and this is the Slut Pig Podcast, a podcast from The Dip. And today, it is the Slut Pig Podcast's first birthday! That is right. One year ago, we dropped our first episode ever. And today we are celebrating with the first housewife that ever stopped by to let me interview them. And that is Real Housewives of New Jersey's Jennifer Aiden. Small talk is like small dick. And I would rather eat only that hot ass chicken that the Real Housewives of New Jersey man ate in Nashville this week than deal with the small dick. Let's get started. All right, everybody, my guest this week may have a new nose, but she can always smell a rat and she's got quite a few on her cast. Okay. She is the star of Real Housewives of New Jersey, the first housewife I ever interviewed for this podcast one year ago. And now she is here to celebrate the birthday of the podcast with me. Everyone, please welcome Jennifer Aiden. Hello, Jen. Congratulations on one year, Christian. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes, I texted you last week and said, you know, oh my God, it worked out because we've been trying to get you here for a couple of weeks. Right. And I just thought it was crazy that it ended up working out and it happened to be the, poetic, the one year. Poetic justice. I completely agree. Uh, so thank you for supporting the show. We're going to get right into it. Uh, but first, I always like to start with a, just a random question to, you know, just break the ice for fun. So we're going to do that. Would you rather eat an entire piece of that hot chicken from Hattie B's in Nashville that the men ate or spend a weekend alone with Dolores. After all of us have seen that reunion trailer, we know there's a little bit of tension there. Don't give anything away, but which one of those would you rather do? I would rather spend the weekend with Dolores. No way. (laughs) I feel like I can make that work with Dolores. Um, and, And that chicken was, I'm telling you, it smelled spicy. Oh my God, really? <laughs> and, and I don't, I'm not a big spicy girl. I used to be when I first got married because, you know, I wanted to take one for the team. Yeah. And then after I realized, I'm like, you know what, babe, I just don't like spicy. I'm sorry, not sorry. Yeah. So, watching them do that was painful, to be honest. I could, yeah, I I'd rather take like Dolores that. for a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, well, as we all know, this week was the season finale. I can't believe the season um, is over already, but to be honest, I'm kind of glad that it's over because I feel like as a Housewives viewer, like, Jersey, all of us just get so much more emotionally invested in Jersey every season than we do others for some reason. And it it can be draining. It's very draining. I could tell you firsthand. Yes. So are you breathing a sigh of relief, you know, that the season aside from the reunion is behind you or you chilling? 100%. 100%. In fact, it was right after the reunion that Bill and I went away to Miami, in fact, to celebrate, you know, closing that chapter. Mm -hmm. Then they came and stole my Ferrari. So I don't know. I don't know how we're going to look at that. Um, fuck. What the fuck? Right? Um, what's what's the latest on the car situation? Did they find it and all that stuff? Found the car. I think they found the car. I think it was abandoned. I do not believe these kids knew who I was or what they were going to find. I think mm-hmm. they went to the garage and they were like, yay, jumping up and down. You literally see them jumping up and down like they're in Disneyland. <laughs> and I don't think they knew what to do with it. And then once I started posting on my social media, I believe that there was a lot of heat because I was getting messages in real time from fans telling me like, oh my God, I saw it in Elizabeth going towards Newark and my That's boy, wild. 
shop and, you know, they ended up retrieving the car and now it's in the shop getting fixed. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Crazy that that happened, but wow. Um, well, we saw Margaret go head to head with both you and Teresa all season long, pretty much. Um, and as we all know, probably, you know, likely because she has nothing going on in her own life anyway, but she brought up, you know, this affair that Bill had, you know, like a decade ago. And I asked people on Twitter and Instagram what they wanted me to talk to you about this week. And I got a lot of the same thing. And it's how pe- people want to know how you forgave Margaret so, so like easily and quickly. Can you speak to well, that? The thing is, I, first of all, I've already forgiven Bill about this. This is not even an issue between me and my husband. Mm-hmm. And what she did to me was really more my kids being the collateral damage, which she said that a lot, but it got cut out. She kept saying like, oh, you know, Bill was collateral damage. No, it, it was my children. But having said that, like, we're filming a show. We're supposed to all be together. The more I drag this out, the only person that's hurting is my children. Yeah. So I wanted to forgive her, not for her, not because she asked, not because she wanted it, but more for me to be able to move on because I don't like negative energy. I like to move on. I feel like negative energy causes stress and stress takes away years from my life. And I don't know about you, but I plan on being here for a while and I'm not going <laughs> to let anyone, let alone Margaret, cause any kind of stress. And listen, I was going through it. I was going through it. There was a time I felt like I was crying in every scene. And then I kept thinking like, am I going to drag this all out? Things were great in my marriage. I'm not going to let her have the power. So I thought, let me forgive her. And by the way, I also wanted to start with her because I knew that if I started with her, that the rest would follow. And I was right. Smart. You're very smart. Mm -hmm. I was right. So, and you know what? I feel that Margaret was remorseful and I feel that I don't think she knew how hard I was going to take it. I thought she thought I would deny it like most housewives do. Mm -hmm. And instead of me like cursing her out and saying F this F that I was almost like, Oh my God, how could you do this to me? And I don't think she really knew how to handle that because nobody's ever seen that side of me. So I forgave her for me. And I wanted to have some fun. I wanted to start finally having some fun on this show where it's about friendships. And you know what? In life, you don't always like your coworkers, right? Mm-hmm. That's very true. You got to find a way to make it work. And me holding a grudge with her, I feel would be more detrimental than it would be to me because then she wins. So I felt like I took that power away from her by forgiving her and being okay with it. And you know what? I don't have to hide it anymore. I could talk about it now without breaking down and crying. Um, my kids have learned how strong my relationship with my husband is and how, you know, how I value the sanctity of family, which is awesome. ultimately the reason why I stayed. So, yeah. And I, I'm, that was my next question. I wanted to ask, like, how are the kids doing? Like, did this season, did it affect them at all? Are they hanging in? Are they good? You know, the, the little ones really don't care. They're neither here nor there. Uh, Justin, his coping mechanism is avoiding the situation completely. I think the one who was affected most is my Gabby, which she is a very emotional person, but she's also very strong. And I think that once she saw that mommy was okay, she was okay. But she has her own anger with um, Margaret. And I know people are going to sit there and say, like, why are you mad at Margaret and not your husband? Listen, my husband, I love him. I have to forgive. He's the father of my children. And for Gabby, that's her father. She has to forgive him. She doesn't have to forgive Margaret. So I'm hoping with time it will heal all wounds and then she'll be at a place where she can forgive because ultimately forgiving is a release. It's like a weight lifted off your shoulders. Absolutely. Uh, well, without giving anything away from the reunion, do you in the future see Teresa being able to forgive Margaret the way that you have? 
Listen, I know Teresa is, could be stubborn, but I don't know if you've noticed, like Teresa is evolving. She's evolving in the way that she wants to be. I think Louis and her bring out the best in each other. And she's very angry because ultimately this was done to her man. And there were a lot of things behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know that I don't even know because, you know, I don't cry and I don't ask questions, but (laughs) um, I know that they were really going through it and she was just so happy. And at the end of the day, she just wanted somebody. We get it that everyone had to talk about the video. Of course. Of course. Talk about it, put a period on it and move on. Don't talk about it for 13 episodes straight. Why do we keep like heckling Teresa? Like, why are we trying to provoke her? So to yes. speak. Like, okay. <laughs> that kind of leads into my next question. Do you believe that she was actually concerned or was, were there other intentions there? Do I believe who was concerned? Margaret. And like, and poking Teresa about the video and about Louie in general all season. Like she said that she, she put it under this veil. Like I'm just a concerned friend, but I don't necessarily buy that personally. I don't think that's true at all. I think she just like, you know, wanted, wanted, uh, clout for the show. And like, you know, she could have been done with it to move on. Mm-hmm. And I even told Margaret too, I'm like, listen, just look, why did me and Margaret get to a good place? Right. Because somebody had to call uncle. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll say it. Somebody has to stop it. And Margaret kept going. Teresa kept going. And all Teresa needed from Margaret was for Margaret to say, you know what? I get it. I own my part in it. I'm going to stop talking about your man. And I feel that Teresa would have been so much happier had that happened, but yeah. we were all pressing Margaret to take accountability. I mean, even Melissa, Melissa and, and Melissa doesn't always, it, it, sometimes it looks like she doesn't defend, but she was, she was telling Margaret. I even told Melissa, like, why don't you just tell Margaret to just let it go? Like, leave it alone. And she's like, I've told her, but Margaret's going to be to her own drum as we all do. Yep. This is very true. Well, you have been open and honest, you know, obviously about a lot surrounding your marriage and also the situations within your family, your parents, your siblings. Um, My gift, Christian. It's a gift. Yes, it's a gift. Um, But you've also seen how that can affect negatively family, like with Teresa and Melissa, for example. So having... With that in mind, would you ever bring like a really, really close friend or family member of yours on the show? Or would you be too concerned about the potential demise of that relationship? No, if I was cool with that person, why wouldn't I want that? I'm always everybody's cheerleader. And I I actually believe that if Melissa had went to Teresa before she joined the show and said, hey, Trey, like, I kind of want to be on that show too. Like, can you get me in? I feel that Teresa would have been like, oh my God, like, let me do it. But it's because it was all of the like behind the scenes kind of work mm-hmm. that Teresa felt betrayed. And I get that. And that that betrayal has ran deep all these years. And it's like, it could have all been avoided, you know, like, because that, yeah, I think that's the root, a main root of her issue with Melissa and Joe, honestly, is she never got over them coming on the show behind her back. That's how I feel. Well, I think Teresa, I, th- I think Melissa also needs to admit it. Like, just admit it. Like, uh, keep saying like, agree to disagree. Like, we, like, it's been, it's been said you've been, you tried to email to get on the show. Like, yes. there's wrong with that. Like I wanted to be on the show before I was on the show. So don't be, I'm the type of, you shouldn't be ashamed of the things that happen. You should lean into it. And especially if you're going to be on a reality show, you need to learn how to be forthright, right? Like Mm -hmm. she wasn't always forthright about her nose jobs in the beginning, but now everybody knows it and she talks about it. And now it's almost like you own it. You hold the power when you own it. It's so true. Uh, Well, like I said earlier, I took a lot of questions from Instagram and Twitter for you. So we're going to get into some of those really quick. Uh, Dusty Tedford from Twitter asked, hey, girl, what do you think about everyone who wants to jump at Teresa for body shaming Margaret when all of them couldn't keep their mouth shut about your nose and chin? 
I mean, listen, I like, listen, everybody always tries to be politically correct these yeah. days. Can't say anything. It was a dig. I don't think it was body shaming. I think she was just trying to acknowledge the fact that Margaret chose not to wear her leggings and she was pissed off. Okay. And she said a shady joke. Is that shady joke body shaming? Yes. But do I think her intent was to body shame? No. I agree with, I'm a hundred percent there with you. Oh, Chadwick from Twitter also asked, uh, fuck, Mary kill Tiki, Louie and Frank senior. Bill hates it when I try to play this game. Really? Well, you know, I, I love Bill. So we'll just skip the whole fucking question. Then. Let's do it. He that? hates it. He hates <laughs> it. Like I would never, he, when people ask him that he's like, Jen, Jen and Jen. I love it. Well, speaking of Tiki and Tracy, how do you feel about, I mean, do you want Tracy to come back next year? Do you think she should be full time or you think me? You know what? Tracy was sweet. Um, there were times that she just looked awkward and out of place. And I mean, I, I felt that the fans saw that, but she's like such a sweet girl. And I almost think that she's too nice for this show. Really? Like she just doesn't want to speak up when it's, when it's needed or I mean, confrontational? I feel like she was, you know, blindly siding with Margaret in the beginning, obviously about me. Like there were times where you guys didn't get to see it, but she wanted me to acknowledge that I was a hypocrite so that I could move on with Margaret. And I'm like, sweetie, you don't know the history. It's not about me, me being a hypocrite. She is salty about the way that things went down the last time we were together in New York and she wanted to get me back. 100%. You know, so when I tell Margaret, like when I hugged her in that scene, like I know why she did this to me. I really do. And it's not because I'm a hypocrite. First of all, I didn't cheat on my husband. Second of all, those things that I chastised her for. I mean, you saw at the Jersey Shore, Teresa was yelling at her, you, you fucking cheated on your husband? Good for you. Put it in a book. And it went right over Margaret's head. In fact, Margaret's response was, she's undefendable. Okay, so this woman just chastised you and it went over your head. So I feel like she almost wants to make me more accountable than Teresa. And again, I don't want them to yell at Teresa. I just would, I would welcome the same courtesy that they give her. Yeah. You know, I, this, I said these things to you four years ago, my first season on the show. I, I haven't said anything since then. And I've, I've been like a broken record saying at reunion last year, you know, she called me sloppy. I called her slutty. It was a play on words. I acknowledge that I own that a million and one times, but yet I've constantly chastised her. So, and all those flashbacks were from my first season. So no, I don't buy it to this day. I don't buy it. I do buy that. I was cutthroat with her and she was pissed. She was salty and she wants to come back. And she did. And I hope now that we're even, and I hope that we don't go below the belt because this show is not going to be fun if we can't see the different types of relationships we could have, you know, and I'm saying that like, I did forgive Margaret and I do forgive Margaret and I'm, I'm good. We're, we're over it. I don't think I could ever forget and trust is something that comes with time. Yeah. I really think she just did this to like, get me back. I think she was pissed off. I came onto the show, like my little white picket fence and my five kids and my plastic surgeon husband. And she was like, ah, she wants to make everybody think that her life is so perfect. I'm going to show how her life is not perfect. And I really think that that's what that was. You know, what's interesting that you say that is because you're saying like, basically you pissed her off. So as part of revenge, this is why she did yeah. what she did on camera. 100%. But then also on the trailer for the season, when in the beginning, it shows there's a scene where Jackie is talking to, I think, Dolores, and she says, you don't want Margaret to be your enemy. And one of the questions I have, it's literally the next question I have here. So that's why that's weird that you asked. At DJT from Twitter asked, why does no one bring up Margaret's businesses and like foreclosures, lawsuits, those things? Do you think it's because of people are scared of making Margaret their enemy and that she will retaliate the way that she did to you? Is that why no one outs her for anything? 
Margaret has owned the fact that she does. She like, even Jackie said, like, cause I had asked Jackie, how did she find out about this affair? And it's like, Margaret knows a lot of people in Westchester. Okay. So does the yellow pages. Doesn't mean you're going to actually find out that. So I do believe that Margaret, um, you know, she doesn't have kids. She has a lot more time on her hands than like, let's say me or Teresa. Plus Teresa and I don't care about it. For me, I just want to basically call out anybody on this show based on the things that they say or they bring to the table with their own mouths. Mm -hmm. I don't want to bring up anything. So I don't want to bring up Margaret's lawsuits. If somebody else wants to do that dirty work, they can, but that just brings me to her level. I comment on things that she says with her own mouth, right? Like, you know, I ran away with the plumber or, you know, Joe had to wash me off him before he ran home to his wife. Um, You know, so those things, when you say it is my job as a cast member to have an opinion on that. And that's very taboo to me. So I did, but then I got punished for it. But Jackie would know best. Jackie and Melissa know that Margaret knows a lot about everybody on the show mm-hmm. uh, and, and they do not want to be on her bad side. Well, I would love to ask them about that, but unfortunately I won't be having either one of them on this podcast. They wouldn't anytime answer soon. Anyway. <laughs> they wouldn't answer. They wouldn't answer. Oh, of course. Um, well, if you were invited on the next ultimate girls trip, we're expecting the, they're saying the trailer for the second one's dropping any day. I know you watch other cities too. Who, yeah. Give me three or four girls from other cities that you would just hope to see there when you got there. I think, well, I think Whitney from Salt Lake city. Oh, fun. She's always fun. Like, I love her interview bites. It's always so funny. She makes me laugh out loud. Who else? Um, I like I like Lisa Renna. I think she's a good shit starter. Yeah. Bring it on, honey. We can shit uh, start together. Uh, <laughs> yo, y'all two would either be a dynamic duo or <laughs> if y'all clashed heads, it would be, I mean, it'd be historic television. Don't, you would. don't get it twisted. It would. It would. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know. I would, I would, I think, I think Vicky would be great, but Vicky uh, on, is Vicky on, on? She's on season two. The one she's that's on get, coming two. up. Yep. Uh, well, that's a good list. Yeah, I love a, that. A good start. Yeah, a very good start. Uh, well, as I said earlier, we got the reunion trailer this week and it is intense to say the least. Uh, we touched on it earlier. You know, things are obviously extremely heated between you and Dolores in the trailer. Things aren't looking good between Teresa and Joe in the trailer. Um, Dolores said on Watch What Happens Live and Andy actually echoed her sentiments. He, she said she's like not right from the day. Like it emotionally affected her that much. So just wanted to get your take on was it that bad for you as well? And like how long were y'all filming before it started going south? I don't know, but we we did not... We were not done till about nine, 10 o'clock at night. Like, no late. way. It was a long, long day. And it was exhausting. And I, I did go there with my guard up because, you know, everybody always thinks it's like two teams, like them mm-hmm. three against us three, but it's really not. It's really them three against me. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa doesn't get involved because Melissa is her sister-in-law and I would never expect Teresa to jump in on my behalf to go against her sister-in-law and then give her sister-in-law reason to say, oh, what about family? Yeah. So she's out. Uh, Dolores, I don't really think Dolores was ever on my team since day one. I think she was kind of looking at her around saying, who put me here? I don't want to be on this team. So I kind of knew it was going to be me by myself, but I feel like I'm really good with my words. And I feel like I got a lot of closure with some people and some people we opened Pandora's box. So you guys are going to see. Really? Yeah. I was going to ask if you came out vindicated at all. So you're saying you felt, you felt closure on some ends, right? 
I was almost not going to be vindicated when I literally screamed to Andy, Andy, I need to be vindicated. <laughs> I'm booked. I love that. That's amazing. Uh, who would you say without, you know, of course, without giving too much away, who was the MVP of the reunion this year? Gosh, it was so hard. But I mean, of course, I would say me. <laughs> I love you. I would pick someone else. But then when we asked to play that game about picking someone's houses and I wanted to play the game, I played the game and everybody ended up picking themselves. And I was like, all right, if nobody's playing, then I should have picked me in the first place. Exactly. Right. How long like was it heated like right out the gate? Know. You know what I would say the MVP is? Who? Louie. Nuh-uh. Yes. For the reunion. Oh, that is a great tease. He, That's amazing. He shut it down. And like, I was smitten, you know, I was like, you, you go Louie. Wow. Yes. And I think you're all going to be impressed by him. And we have less than a week, so I can't wait. We're just a few days away. Um, do you think that Andy was hard on anybody at the reunion? No, I th- I just think he was extremely frustrated. You know, really? that he's trying to do a job and like finish and get the hell out of there. And, you know, the more we talk in circles, the more it prolongs everything. So it was almost like he was scolding his girls like enough. <laughs> Taylor Armstrong, enough. All right. Well, as we always do to end our episode today, I would love if you would play a game of Rapid Fire Housewives questions where we put 60 seconds on the clock and we're going to see how many of these somewhat fun but mostly shady housewives questions you can get through. I'm Are good. you down? I'm quick, Christian. Let's All go. All right. Here we go. Would you rather be the housewife hosting an all cast event for the cameras or housewife attending an all cast event for the cameras? I would host. Okay. Uh, what's the nicest restaurant you've ever been to on Productions Night? <laughs> Do you remember? Um, I don't remember. I would say Elias. Elias in East Rutherford. Yes. Very nice. Uh, housewife from another city you'd be scared to meet. Um, scared to meet? None. None. I welcome it all, honey. There you I go. I, you many- know, I hung out with Larsa Pippen. <gasps> She's I saw, I saw that duo is icon. I, we'll have to talk about that. Historic. All right. Which castmate would you never tell a secret to? Dolores. Oh, do you think Dolores came for you at the reunion because she needs a storyline? No, I just don't think she cares. I don't Interesting. think she ever cared. How many nose jobs do you think Melissa has actually had? She told me two and I'm going to believe her. Take your cast on a trip to any city in the world. Where would you take them? I want to go to Salt Lake City. Oh, fun. That would be fun. Do a ski trip. Yes. And former cast member, you're glad is no longer around. Uh, Caroline Manzo. Oh, honey. Yes, me too. I guess. Yes. I can't stand that clown. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer Aiden, for being with me today. Everybody, be sure to catch Jen Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on Bravo for part one of the three-part Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion. Uh, Jennifer, I love you. My listeners love you. You, my friend, you've cemented yourself in the Housewives Hall of Fame. I hope you know that. I hope so. You excited for BravoCon? Oh, girl, you know it. I you know, know it. Low key, I'm, to, I'm supposed to go to a wedding that weekend. I hope my friend's not listening to this because I have got to find a way to get out of it. Oh my God, they need to change their wedding plans. <laughs> no. All right. Well, in the honor of the namesake of the podcast, send us out by giving us your best rendition of Kim Richards' iconic insult. You are a slut pig. You are a slut pig. Woohoo! That was it, everybody. We'll see you next week. All right, everybody, that is all for this week. As always, thank you so much for kicking off your weekend with me and this week with Jennifer Aiden as well. Thank you so much to Jim for stopping by. As always, I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. And as I always say, don't do anything I wouldn't do, which means you're free to go be a crazy prostitution whore. We'll see you next week for the Real Housewives of New Jersey recap. Thanks, <laughs>